0: Today we return to our study of the word uh, adoption, the the predestined, the predetermined goal, the destiny God elected before the foundation of the world, a destination for his children. And that goal is our adoption. And yesterday I to- told you from the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter 4, verses 1-7, through seven, again, adoption being different in our nation as it was in Bible times, that a child was born biologically, but until a time appointed by the father, he was considered no more than a slave, a servant in his own home. He was the heir of all things, but he did not possess all things until he was taken to the court and legally presented and uh, legally adopted. Adopted. If that was never done, that child would never inherit. And so we do not. We are joint heirs with Christ, but we have not yet. We don't yet possess all things. I don't have. I, I am not yet living in a glorified state, a body fashion like unto His. I'm not yet living in, in heaven, in the streets of gold, and uh, in, in the the New Jerusalem. That that is my destiny. It's coming. God's appointed a day but that we, we're not there yet. Now, now, in Romans chapter 8, I want you to notice in Romans chapter 8, verse number 15, it says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but ye have received the spirit, capital S, speaking of the Holy Spirit, of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of, of adoption. Paul says that we have received him. If you are saved, the Holy Spirit abides in you forever. That's John 14. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, you're not saved. The Holy Spirit does not come uh, after salvation through some experience. He comes uh, the moment we're saved. Now, let's read verses 16 and 17. The Spirit big S, itself beareth witness with our spirit, little spirit, that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him. That's the present tense, that we may be also glorified together. That's the future tense. That's our destiny. That's our predestination, what God has determined. We are the children of God, but we do not have all of our inheritance. Uh, For the earnest uh, for, and then he, let's just read on here. Verse 18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature, we're expecting our inheritance, waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God, those who are a, a born again. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. We're, we're, our lives are not without meaning because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. We have not been, you know what we have not been delivered from yet? This flesh. One day we shall have a body that is fashioned like unto his, a glorious body, a glorified body. That is part of our adoption, our our predestination, but we don't have that yet. We shall be delivered, but we're not yet. This flesh is still here. The Holy Spirit is the earnest of our inheritance. He is the down payment, the guarantee that one day we shall be given our future rights and privileges. This is Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth. We trusted Jesus. The gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of his glory. Look, there is something ahead of us that we do not yet have. One day this flesh will be destroyed. One day we'll have a glorified body. Uh, our body will be redeemed, uh, the fullness of its redemption, the price has been paid, but it will be reclaimed in the resurrection when we receive a glorified body fashion like unto his. Look, right now there are problems that assail us in this life. Verse 22 of Romans 8, for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together unto now. There are natural diseases. Verse 23, not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. Why, why do we groan? Well, because the old gray mare just ain't what she used to be, is it? Look. Life after 40 is different than anything before 40. We we have problems that assail us, but there is a person that assists us. That's the Holy Spirit. Verse fifteen and verse twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray as for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And there is a prospect that awaits us. Verse twenty three. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, the that earnest that inheritance. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the the the, uh, the adoption to wit the redemption of the body. If we had it, we wouldn't be waiting for it. There is a future aspect of our adoption. We are born into the family of God, but again, we are waiting for our full legal rights and privileges that come to us um, with uh, at regeneration. The word "to wit" means that is we have spiritual redemption. That's Ephesians 1.7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. That's our spirit. But our body's not yet been redeemed. That's our adoption. Our spirit has been redeemed, but our body has not. I, I have watched many of God's choice people pass away very sweetly. It is God's last Act of love for a groaning body that's waiting. Now, uh, verse 28 in Romans chapter 8, and we know that all things work together toward good or for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purses. All things, creation is groaning, bodies are groaning. Of the flesh, they're working towards something good. They are working towards God's good, God's purpose. What is that purpose? That every time that God makes a choice, Ephesians one four, He He does so with a purpose. Uh, Ephesians one five, election and predestination. Every purpose God has chosen to carry out will be carried out. When, when, at the redemption of the body, we are predestined to adoption, the redemption of the body, God never makes a choice without a purpose. We are not predestinated to heaven. Although we are going there, that's not the goal. Verse 28 refers to those who love God, not whom God loves. God loves everybody. John 3:16. People in hell know that God loved them. But now we have Romans 8:29. For whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to what? To be conformed to the image of His Son, Big S Jesus, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Our predestination is to be conformed to the image of God's Son. Now you go back to Ephesians chapter one, verse four. We are predestined before the world, foundation of the world to be holy, just, and without holy and without blame in Him, just like Jesus. That's now. Romans 8, 29, Uh, uh, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. This is when we enter into the full rights and privileges of sonship. We will be holy as he is holy. I'm not that holy right now. I want to be, but I'm not. Now, verse 30, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. That's why we call it a glorified body, because the flesh is not glorified. And we are justified, declared righteous before God and the just by Jesus Christ and those who are justified will be glorified. God already sees us as glorified in his sight. That is God's goal for us to be like Jesus. Now, consider verses 31 and 32. What shall we say then to these things if God be for us? Who could be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That's our full inheritance. When we reach our perfect sonship and we are holy, just like Jesus, we shall receive our full inheritance. And because of that, we cannot be condemned. There's more to say about this. I'll say it tomorrow. My time is gone for today. I hope you join us on the broadcast then. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archived broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts just search from the poorhouse to the palace from a poor life-